Have you ever been told at some point in your life that you are not good enough, smart enough, strong enough, rich enough, or any reason really? This podcast is meant to teach, motivate, and inspire you to never lose sight of what your true passion is and to always believe you are far more capable than you think. Welcome to the Why Not Me podcast with your host, David Florence. Each week, we'll bring you a special guest that will truly motivate, inspire, and encourage you to never lose sight of who you are, what it is you're meant to do, and to offer valuable advice on what steps you can take to help you believe in yourself, achieve your dreams, and ultimately lead you to discover your purpose, passion, and drive. You have to do everything you can to look for Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And I am a lighthouse to so many others. You are a lighthouse to so many others. Um, we have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And we can't lead by example if we're frowning upon everything else going on around us. Right. So I have to find ways for, for being a lighthouse within myself before I can lead others. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's through reading, whether it's through positive energy quotes, um, I have another thing here that sits on my desk. And it's uh, let's do hard. Let, let's do this. Work hard, play hard. And it's mm-hmm. just... 60 inspirational cards to help you start the day with a healthy mindset. It's not an exercise. It's just you mm-hmm. pull the card out and you look at it. I'm like, okay, let's do that. Welcome back to the Why Not Me podcast. Today, we will be doing part two of the show with Amber Kivett. I'm excited to bring the rest of this episode to you and really dive back into the story and Amber's message. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. As always, thanks for listening. And here we go. Most kids are living in a fight or flight response, which means their stress hormones are elevating, their cortisol levels are going up, which is shutting down their happy hormones automatically. It is suppressing that. I've got kids that are coming in, um, David, I've got 12-year-old gymnasts Mm -hmm. who are coming in with degenerative disc disease at 12. We don't see that. We didn't see that in the 80s and 90s until you were in your 40s or 50s. Right. Or in, in bodybuilding, you know, mm-hmm. from doing too much powerlifting. Right. I'm seeing it in 12 year old gymnasts who are training 25 hours a week um, because that's their identity. Um, and they don't want to fail because that is their identity. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know who they are. They mm-hmm. don't want to disappoint the parents. They don't want to disappoint the coach. They want to be able to compete because that's all mm-hmm. they have. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're pushing so hard in gymnastics that they're not worried about the grades because they are, that's what they do. That's who right. they are. Right. And that's how they, that's how they define themselves. So um, whether it's a 12 year old gymnast or a semi-professional basketball player or a professional, uh, you know, NFL football player, mm-hmm. what I love about seeing, what I love about working with celebrities and working with high profile athletes or elite performers Mm-hmm. I love getting to see the mind side of them. I like getting to know right. who they are as an individual outside of what they do in sports, mm-hmm. because most of them, again, when they have physical pain and they call me, they have something emotional going on. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to figure out how to get in to that door, to figuring out to how to get them to trust me so that they can share what's, what's bothering them. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that is consistent among most all professional athletes or elite performing athletes, whether it is collegiate D1 mm-hmm. starters or whether it is a club athlete in, in high school that is ranked as an All-American in the top 10 in the country, because mm-hmm. I work with all of them. Right. Um, they all are afraid of the same thing. They are all suffering with identity. They are all suffering with not being sure if they can start or disappointment. They are all worried about if they are in pain and have an injury, are they going to be able to go back to doing what they used to be doing? Because that's what brings them joy. And if they can't, what is their new identity? 
Mm-hmm. And so they are constantly in a fog of fight or flight. They're just constantly reacting. Right. Right. And instead of being in a true control over their mind. And so um, one of the things that I have come up with, um, and it's it's something I created um, a few years back, is called the, the, the bedgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bedgasm is the euphoric experience that you get to enjoy when you sit in your bed at night after you've survived the miracle mm-hmm. of an entire day of life, whatever it might be. It might have been exciting. It might have been the same thing over and over again. But you still survived and you get to go to bed, right? You got to you got mm-hmm. to live your day. Right. Other people died during the day. You're still here. So let's go back and celebrate what has actually happened. And David, what I found is most of these individuals, whether it's adults, whether it's um, professional athletes, whether it is kids, whether it mm-hmm. is teenagers, it, it doesn't matter who, they could not answer these questions that I was asking of them and they would cry. And I would cry with them because I truly mm-hmm. could connect and understand how they felt. They had no control over what was going on in their day because they were just truly trying to stay afloat while they were being drowning, you know, in, in right. the deep end. And so um, one of the questions I would ask them is, what are you most proud of that you did today? Mm-hmm. Not what has led up to today, not who are you? Mm-hmm. What did you do today that you're proud of? Because what what at the end of the day, whether it was a lot of bad stuff, mm-hmm. you still get to decide whether you win the day or not. Nobody else gets to tell you whether you won your day. It is up to you as to whether you win the day. And so I would ask them, like, what have you done today that you're proud of? For me, going through the recovery of eight spinal injuries, just driving to the gym and getting out of the vehicle to push the button on the elevator. That's mm-hmm. what I was proud of because that's all I could do. Right. I didn't have to be proud of turning the machine on because most right. days I couldn't. <laughs> you know, I just mm-hmm. had to do exactly. it. I had yeah. to try because it's consistency, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to have right. the attitude and the belief to going into it in order to actually make it happen. And so um, Mm -hmm. what are you proud of? It's something simple. It doesn't have to be an Mm -hmm. award. It doesn't have to be you won. It doesn't mean you scored the goal Mm -hmm. or you threw the Mm -hmm. quarter, the quarterback through the pass. Um, You know, it's what did you do that you're proud of that actually made today count? And and hopefully for me, the way I live every one of my days um, is doing something bigger than me Mm -hmm. because we all have a purpose to serve Mm -hmm. and we all have to have the passion to want to do that. Right. And I'm driven to do that by making my day count for something bigger than me by giving Mm -hmm. somebody their life back. Um, And so as long as I'm doing that, you know, God gives me permission to stay because Mm -hmm. I'm serving my divine purpose in as as a servant leader to him. So um, when I go back to these questions, how did you, where did you laugh today? Because most people don't laugh. They're living in a dark spell. So what made you laugh today? And if they didn't laugh, then I do something stupid or show them a video to make them laugh because we (laughs) got to get those hormones going. And when you laugh, it releases those hormones and it releases Mm -hmm. tension in your neck and in your jaw so that you Mm -hmm. can actually function. Um, You know, I would ask them like, where did you fail today? And I ask this to my daughter every single day. These are questions I ask her every night. Where did you fail today? Because people are afraid to fail and you got to recognize failure because it's how we learn and how we get better. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you've done something wrong. It just means you're getting better. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to get better. Right. Um, but nobody wants to fail because it's scary to fail and it's mm-hmm. humiliating for some people to fail. Um, my thinking with failing, though, is if you fail and it causes somebody pain, you have to tell them you're sorry and you have to recognize that you have failed instead of making excuses as to why it happened. Because right. it doesn't matter that it happened, but you do right. have to hold yourself accountable. And how am I going to do it different next time? That's how we learn. Right. 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 Um, you know, so that's, you know, I tell my daughter, you know, if she, you know, she's 12 and if, um, 
if you are sorry about something, why are you sorry? Are you sorry because mm-hmm. you disappointed somebody? And uh, could you have even making that made that person happy? You mm-hmm. can't make somebody who's unhappy happy. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to be sorry about. That's their problem. Right. You know. Right. So, um, but the the bedgasm is a list of questions that um, mm-hmm. I find with most kids, most adults, most elite performers, whether professional or semi-professional or just you know club, mm-hmm. they're um, they're all living with a lot of negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, forty thousand thoughts of the sixty to seventy thousand we process a day are negative mm-hmm. for most people. Mm-hmm. And that's what your body actually manifests off of energy wise. If that's what you're thinking, that's what your body actually generates. Right. So most people are negative thinking. So I try and flip the switch immediately because we have to have positive energy in order for our body to send that energy out mm-hmm. into the universe and the quantum physics to come around to actually bring the doors mm-hmm. to open. So, right. and that's, it's crazy how life changes when you actually do that. Exactly. And I think too, with a lot of the athletes or just people in general is, you sort of pigeon your whole pigeonhole yourself to this is who you are and that's all you are, uh, yep. whether you're an athlete or you're a businessman, woman, dentist, whatever your career is, that's all who you are when it's not. I mean, that's it's getting out of that mindset. And how do you get out of that mindset? What are some of the things and strategies that you can do to know that's not that doesn't define who you are? If you fail at something, whether your career or your sport, there is more to life and that's not all you are meant to be. So sure. I think for and, and helping others to identify some practices for to live in that happy life, what are some of the best practices that you would say or advise anyone listening or your clients, or maybe it's some books that they can read or you've read that can make a difference? Yeah, sure. Um, so one of my best practices every morning, um, my family knows this, if it's on a Sunday, I'm starting with, uh, I don't go to church. I love church. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I'm never at home because I'm always mm-hmm. at work or doing other things. I like to be at home on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to church live on mm-hmm. YouTube or on mm-hmm. social media and just truly connect at home. Right. Um, Monday through Saturday, um, I listen to a podcast every single morning. That's what starts my day. I don't give myself permission to listen to music until mm-hmm. I have listened to a podcast. And mm-hmm. I have a list of about 20 different podcasts I listen to each week. Mm-hmm. And um, the podcast has to be something in which I can learn something new before I go to work. Mm-hmm. And David, I I might show up to work five minutes early before my first client starts, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. If I don't learn something before I leave my house in the morning, I'm not starting my day. Right. And that's up to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to cut it short in order to start a session without learning something. So um, whether it's learning about somebody who has survived adversity, whether mm-hmm. it's a coping mechanism, whether it's learning something outside of my wheelhouse, outside of my comfort zone, or mm-hmm. it's learning something about something I'm already doing and how other people are doing it different. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to something every single morning for a minimum of an hour to learn something that I can contribute to society and or create conversation mm-hmm. to connect with somebody else. Mm-hmm. The more we know about a variety of different things, the more we can connect with a variety of different people. Um, you know, if you only know a lot about one thing, then you, so that those are the only individuals you can connect with. And right you can only talk about one major thing so much before you're, you're, you're tapped out and you can't connect with other people. So mm-hmm. I try and learn as much about different things as I can and not as an expert, but just, just to see what's out there. Right. Um, I'm really particular. I, I used to journal all the time, but I find it takes me a lot of extra time to journal. So mm-hmm. I speak to myself. I talk out loud to myself, those <laughs> bedgasm questions, because <laughs> you're getting it out, right? right you can right. shut the cycle down of what you think about mm-hmm. when you're listening to yourself. 
Um, so I'm really particular about talking to myself mm -hmm. and um, I call that power posing. Mm -hmm. So if I'm getting ready to present on camera or something like this, or if I'm going out or meeting with a team or I'm having, you know, an evening out um, and I've had a rough day, mm -hmm. I tell myself, look, you're a badass superstar. You're a superhero to somebody and you're God's child. Like you've got what it takes to do anything you want to do. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And those who don't believe in you, that is a problem of, the, of their own making. Um, you, you've got what it takes and this is why you're special. And I tell myself those things mm -hmm. and then I go out and I do it. Um, I find most people that I work with when it comes to telling themselves what their greatest gifts or values are, they don't feel worthy of, of, of talking about it. They don't feel worthy of feeling those things. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm worth it. Um, we're worth it whether we overcome adversity or not. We're worth it because we're God's children. Like we, mm -hmm. we all deserve to feel good about ourselves and we all feel, we all deserve to feel good about each other. Um, right. in some capacity, even right. the people who have not been so nice to us, um, mm -hmm. a great book. I've got it here right on my desk. Well, number one, I keep the Bible on my desk when I'm at work. Mm -hmm. I don't read it every day. Um, I, I don't even, I, I don't go to a specific part, but I leave it on my desk to keep my mind straight. Mm -hmm. So it, it stays on my desk here at, at work. And then I keep it. Um, I have another one that I keep on my nightstand at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned about keeping a Bible next to my treatment room because of energy vampires. And mm -hmm. if you have um, paganistic individuals or those who are really deep mm -hmm. in the dark side, mm -hmm. it is protecting that energy protects me. So mm -hmm. I keep my Bible here because you don't know who walks through the door and right. you don't know who is carrying bad, um, demonic energy. Mm -hmm. And if the Bible is in my space, it protects me. Interesting. So I'm, I'm really good about that. Um, this book that just came out over the summer, the one truth by John mm -hmm. Gordon is mm -hmm. probably the best book I've ever read. I love it. Um, and I teach it every day with my clients. Um, mm -hmm. And it talks about just energy and tuning into positive energy and, and tuning out negative energy and how you can send positive energy out into the universe and aspire and want certain things in your life um, for the right reasons. And mm -hmm. that energy somehow comes back to you. It might not be on our timeline, but it does right. come back to you in some capacity. So um, The One Truth is a great book that I really, really love. Mm -hmm. um, the Wild Book that Todd Durkin wrote is another favorite mm -hmm. book. I, I I use that with my clients. I created activities out of that book years ago. Um, I think I have gifted over 200 copies of that book to clients of mine. Mm -hmm. And um, he has autographed every single copy I've ever gifted. And um, I each chapter is a short three to five page chapter about just changing things in your life. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of inspiration, a lot of stories that you can really connect with. Not so much of a lecture, just more about connecting. Right. Um, so it's a great book. It's it's one of the books he's had out years ago, but I, I still keep extra copies of, around, of it around to loan out to other clients if they need some extra energy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I'll tell you, I had a situation. Well, it, it has happened a lot lately. My daughter plays for a volleyball team at school and they mm -hmm. are, are losing a lot, a lot. They're losing about 90% of their games. Mm -hmm. And I, I always say that a team wins or loses based on their coaching. Right. Um, a good coach will allow the team to celebrate the victory because they took the information and communicated. Mm -hmm. And a coach that loses will always accept full responsibility as to why the team lost because of the strategy and utilizing their resources uh, to the best of the abilities, right? Mm -hmm. And we've, we've lost a lot. And it's really hard to sit back and watch it because I see where a lot of changes need to be made, but I'm not the coach. And so I have to sit there and bite my tongue because it's really easy to talk crap about the coach 
it's really easy to talk crap about the kids that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing or don't mm -hmm. want to be there and are there just taking up, you know, a role or a space on the floor. And, um, you know, when your daughter comes home and she's frustrated, um, I'm really, this happened to me over the weekend. I've just, mm -hmm. I looked down, I knew we were going into the dark storm. I knew we were going to lose because that's just, mm -hmm. that's what the, it, it's, it's insanity, but I don't mm -hmm. have control over it. It's not my calling. Right. So I'm sitting in the stands and people are looking at me like, they, they, one one parent actually spoke up and said, Amber, I know exactly what you're thinking, what you want to say. I'm like, yes, you probably do, but I'm not going to say it. And, and we're not going to talk about it. Right. And, and they're like, how do you just sit there? And I said, I'm going to go back to my, my Instagram because I'm very particular who I follow on Instagram. There are mm -hmm. a lot of people who follow me, but I don't always follow them back mm -hmm. because I want to see on Instagram when I pull it up. I want to see the positive quotes that come up or the biblical scriptures that come about about mm -hmm. why negative energy is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to go read my positive quotes before I lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> and before I make an idiot of myself because I was ready to lose it. Great um, and uh, so I, I do. I pull up my phone and sure enough, like God knows what I'm supposed to see. Mm -hmm. And it would be, you know, somebody of mentor whether it's Todd or whether it's a professional athlete that I like to follow mm -hmm. or whether it's one of the masterminders like you, mm -hmm. um, there's, there's always a quote or something that comes up. Or if I can't find that, I just celebrate what others are doing. That's great. Like I'll go and see somebody else's feet and see what's going right in their life. I'm like, God bless that individual. You know, that's mm -hmm. great. And it gets me off the mindset of right. how the, the, the sink is, is ship, the, the ship is sinking after the Titanic has been hit. And we are trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic while we're waving with the life raft and like, we're just watching it go down. Right. right, right. <laughs> That's how the volleyball <laughs> games are every single game. <laughs> and it's so hard to watch, but, um, it, the, you know, here's, mm -hmm. here's the other joy in that, you know, kids mm -hmm. are learning mm -hmm. and they're failing and they're figuring it out. And I have to remind myself, I didn't play volleyball. So it's easy for me to sit back and criticize. Mm -hmm. But when I go out on the court, if I'm trying to do the exact same thing that these kids are trying to do, I'm going to fail worse than they are. Right. So why, why am I upset mm -hmm. about how they're performing? You know, mm -hmm. um, and the coach, if the coach has never, if the coach has never coached before, mm -hmm. then they have to fail before they figure it out. You don't just start coaching and succeed right away. Right. 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 So I can't blame the coach because she, they don't know mm -hmm. they're figuring it out, mm -hmm. but they're, unfortunately they're figuring it out on my kid. <laughs> you know? <Right>. So, <laughs> right. 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 so, um, but those are best practices, you know, just, when, when the, when, when you're in the storm, not by choice mm -hmm. and you don't have control over the conditions of the storm, you have to do everything you can to look for lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And I am a lighthouse to so many others. You are a lighthouse to so many others. Um, we have to lead by example mm -hmm. and we can't lead by example if we're frowning upon everything else going on around us. Right. So I have to find ways for, for being a lighthouse within myself before I can mm -hmm. lead others. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's through reading, whether it's through positive energy quotes. Um, I have another thing here. It sits on my desk and it's uh, let's do hard. Let, let's do this. Work hard, play hard. And it's mm -hmm. just 60 inspirational cards to help you start the day with a healthy mindset. It's not an exercise. It's just, you mm -hmm. pull the card out and you look at it. I'm like, okay, let's do that. Um, another great book, the coffee bean by Damon West mm -hmm. and John Gordon. Excellent book because um, they just came out with another version of that book. Another, um, Mm -hmm. another book to that series that's um several hundred it's over a hundred ways to be a coffee bean and it's mm -hmm. just each each page is a different way that you can live your life into being a coffee bean and attracting positive energy into the into the environment of your mm -hmm. boiling pot of water 
And uh, I've done keynotes on that. And it is a very powerful book. They Mm -hmm. make a children's book. They make a children's program for elementary schools. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's the secret behind a lot of the NCAA Mm -hmm. SEC football programs. Like they are bringing the coffee Mm -hmm. bean message in. Mm -hmm. So um, Damon West is one of the greatest mentors I've ever learned from. And it changed my world as fast as I was able to learn from him in a mastermind Mm -hmm. retreat with Todd Durkin years ago. Um, But those Mm -hmm. are just some of the main things. Getting outside. So yesterday I worked like 10 hours straight through and I hadn't eaten much. And I thought, man, I really need to clean my facility. I need to disinfect, but I just Mm -hmm. need to go outside and breathe. And so I just went outside and walked around and just listened Mm -hmm. to nature Mm -hmm. and saw the sun. And I thought, Mm -hmm. man, what a great day. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been inside all day and I've been able to heal all these people that came in. I'm 100% for the day. But man, I've missed out on all of this out here. So if I can just soak up five minutes of it before the day continues and the sun is down, mm-hmm. like, why not? So, you know, just getting outside and removing yourself from space that's toxic, whether you're an athletic event or not, go mm-hmm. for a walk, leave, leave, you know, you don't have to be upset with anybody. Right. And you just say, hey, I'm going to go out here and get some air and just mm-hmm. um, get a different, get, get a different mm-hmm. view. There's nothing wrong with that. And whether right. you're at work and you're a bad meeting or a bad client mm-hmm. or Things don't go work. Or things don't go right if you're mm-hmm. an employee at the hospital. Step outside, breathe, and just let go. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when you walk in, it's a fresh space, mm-hmm. and you see things totally different. You got to get out of the chaos in order to to be able to survive it. Absolutely. And what's what's the one thing that we kind of always hear at any fitness wellness oh, get your mind seminars right. that we go to? <laughs> what's that? Got to get you. Got to get your mind right. <laughs> gotta get your, yes, you have to get your mind right. Without without that, what else do you have? <laughs> because yeah. everything else starts to crumble around you. So to every to the everyday person out there, to the athlete, is to just step away from kind of what you're involved with, and like you just did, step literally just step outside and and look mm-hmm. around and enjoy what you've been blessed with. It makes everything else a little easier to deal with, in my opinion. So Amber, yep. I'm going to ask you kind of a tough question because leading up to what you just said is, uh, are you are you afraid to succeed or fail? This is a you, you called it on you called it out loud. It's it's the notch of um, what am I afraid of? I'm going to be a, I'm going to be honest with you, David. Todd says that we're either afraid of one or the other, and I'm not afraid mm-hmm. of either. Mm-hmm. I have already failed so much. My biggest fear is failing and causing harm to somebody else unintentionally because you never want to do that, and it mm-hmm. leaves a hollow a hollow feeling in your stomach when you do mm-hmm. that. And I had that happen um, about a month ago with, mm-hmm. um, with a new client and it was not anything I did wrong. Um, his body just didn't take the treatment the way that I had seen it thousands of times before because he was right. storing mm-hmm. emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know he was storing the emotional trauma he was storing until it, until it came out mm-hmm. in, um, in the form of blisters from cupping mm-hmm. and something I'd never seen before. And fortunately I had, an appointment with the Asian physician who taught me so much about cupping and um, the following week. And he said, no, this is what we like to see in China. But unfortunately in the United States, it's not what we want to see because people don't understand the concept behind mm-hmm. it. So um, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm afraid to fail and causing harm to others. Mm-hmm. That's so everything that I do is with the intention of being mindful of others and doing things that are bigger than me and not causing mm-hmm. harm to others. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of succeeding um, my, my, what I tell people with succeeding though, when you have a tremendous amount of success, the responsibilities and the stress increase rapidly. And so mm-hmm. if you're not ready for that, and if you don't know how to handle that, the identity shifts, like mm-hmm. your, 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 your image is rebranding when you mm-hmm. become more successful. 
And then you start getting pulled in multiple different directions beyond the capacity of what your bandwidth can tolerate. Mm -hmm. And then you have to say no. And I'm not afraid to say no. Um, I have a huge heart and Mm -hmm. I feel guilty when I do say no. So I hired somebody to say no for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have a gatekeeper. So she (laughs) kind of, she does that for me. So I don't have to Mm -hmm. leave that, um, that expression with people who are confiding in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if they wait, then we're happy to see them. And if they can't wait, then they have to move on. Um, but for me, success, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with success. You, you know, mm-hmm. fame, power, money, um, followers, people. Um, mm-hmm. but it also can bring on some negative energy because the higher you go up the success mountain, the more people mm-hmm. want to kick you off the mountain mm-hmm. and the more, more naysayers that you get around you who don't understand you that they, they looks good from the outside, but you know, they're mm-hmm. looking for you to fail. They want you to fail because they can't handle that you're successful. Right. And you have to be really careful with guarding that energy. And I've had to learn that through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not afraid of either. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of failing and not, not being in control of somebody having harm because of my decision in, in the treatment pro- approach. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen very often. Um, like I said, the, the, the individual last about a month ago, that's the first time I've done that mm-hmm. in the history of, of, of being, um, a, a practitioner in healthcare in over 20 years. And I didn't really fail. Um, it was just not the desirable outcome that he wanted, right, <laughs> which led right. to negative feedback. <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's, um, I don't, I don't like being talked down upon, um, Mm -hmm. from people who don't understand the world in which I live Mm -hmm. and I can't control how they feel about it. So I don't care. You know, it's just, I have to not worry about it because there's too many other people that I have made a difference for Mm -hmm. that speak volumes that I know that I've got to keep going and not let that energy pull me back. Mm -hmm. Um, but with success, um, I, there are a lot of people who judge me because of what kind of car I drive. If I carry a Gucci handbag, if Mm -hmm. I, you know, live in a certain place, if I vacation a certain place, um, mm-hmm. you know, certain things. And that's for anybody that is mm-hmm. successful. Um, but I don't let it bother me because I've worked my tail off for it mm-hmm. and I don't have to have any of it. I can give all of it up and I'm, and I'm happy. Right. I don't, I don't have those things because I'm, because it makes me happy. I do it because it's like the dangling carrot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the reward. Right. Absolutely. And when I do things, I buy the dangling carrot, but I can sell it as fast as I have it, or I can donate it as fast as I buy it. It's mm-hmm. just, I get to check off the box that I conquered it. Right. Um, and and right. I, and I kind of set those goals out front. Like when I do this, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And when I do this, this is what I'm going to do for myself. And mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's, I've already failed enough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not afraid of failing because I understand how to handle it. Yeah. And I think to wrap that up is to, ask this kind of final question in terms of that would be if you could tell your whether it be your 20 year old self 30 year self or 13 year old something on, on what you based on what you know now what would that one or two sentence what, what would that be sure um no matter how hard you try you can't make everybody happy so just try and make god happy mm. whatever whatever you're doing as long as god is proud of what you're doing and and God would be appreciative or Jesus would be okay with you doing that and would not frown upon it. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about sin. I'm just, cause we all sin. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about like, if you have the opportunity to do this or do this, um, a or B and integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching, but God is always watching. Mm-hmm. So for my younger or even my future self, no matter what you really want to do, 
you have to do what you need to do in order to mm -hmm. enjoy what you want to do later. Mm -hmm. And we teach that to my daughter every day. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you don't always get to do what you want to do. Right. You have to do and be consistent in what you need to do to be mm -hmm. a better version of you. Mm -hmm. And there's always another level we can take it. Right. But don't be afraid to fail because you're never going to succeed right away. You, you're mm -hmm. going to have to be consistent in mm -hmm. failing a little less. So when you fail each time, you fail a little easier, meaning that you don't fail as bad. Like mm -hmm. you're still not there, but mm -hmm. you're 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 moving towards success mm. um but don't be afraid of what everybody else thinks about you because that is their opinion and you cannot change that opinion by trying to make them happy because you're always going to make somebody else unhappy if you do that right. and more importantly you have to love you first mm -hmm. so you can't go out with the intention of making others happy until you truly are dialed in and connected with loving you first and that starts with making sure that there are five things in your life that make you happy without anybody else or any other influence, money or location. Mm -hmm. And you have to discover what those three to five things can be so that if you're having an off day that you can always resort to yourself to making yourself happy. Right. Um, but that those are, you know, you only live once. Mm -hmm. So if, and we all fail. And if you fail, somebody has already failed worse. Mm -hmm. And when you think your life is bad, somebody else's life is worse. So you have to be able to look at your life as what's going right and being able to celebrate that because the the, the to-do list is always evolving into like a major right. volume right. and we are never going to be able to check it all off. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, make sure that you're rewarding yourself when you do something great because um, you know, if you accomplish that goal, make sure that you're doing something to celebrate yourself because when you don't, you don't allow yourself to be worthy of what mm -hmm. you've done. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference in self-confidence and self-worth and self-worth is how you see yourself in the mirror by yourself in the morning with no intention of serving. Like, how do you see yourself? You're not doing it for the purpose of others, but you have to see yourself in the mirror and look at yourself and say, you know, right. you're worth it today. Go out and right. do it. And, and confidence is doing anything or even things you don't want to do. And you just are telling yourself that you think you can do it and you've done enough failing that you can figure it out. But mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who have great self-confidence, but are not self-worthy of what is receiving of them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's really important. I just learned that this year, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, self-worth and being yeah. worthy of, of receiving the greatness right. that we put out. Right. And I think we just heard it most recently, not too long ago. We think we we're both at the same conference. One of Todd's conferences is uh, being worthy of, I am worthy of um, financial success. I'm worthy of being, you know, of all those things that you think you're told maybe when you were younger or just because of where you grew up or your background that you're not worthy of those things, worthy of those things. And I think it's important for everybody who's listening who maybe experienced some, you know, we all experience self-doubt, but you're, you are worthy of those things. So uh, always Absolutely. remember that and, and take those steps to try. And even it's like you said earlier, just write one thing down of whether it be gratitude that, you know, and start there. It's just, it really just starts as something as simple as writing something down that, that you value and, and just one word a day, gratitude journal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yep. It's just identify those things. So I think something real, real quick, I think yeah. I, I want to throw this in one more time. Um, I think something you asked me what I hear a lot with kids or with people that I see or mm -hmm. things that I witness. I see so much of, of what kids do wrong. I see so mm -hmm. many parents saying, well, well, you did this right, but you did this wrong. Mm -hmm. Kids, people, adults, it doesn't matter whether it's a performance review. You don't remember what you do right. 
you mm-hmm. always remember what you do wrong and what you're right. criticized on. So mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody for everything that you think that you've done wrong, mm-hmm. you've done about 15 things right for that one thing that you're criticizing yourself over. So you have to remember to celebrate the 10 to 15 things that are right that have gotten mm-hmm. you to where you're at versus the one thing that's knocked you off the mountain. Right. Yeah. Great, great advice. And um, Amber, as we wrap this up, a uh, couple, just a couple quick questions. So what is, with all you've done right now, what's next for Amber? You know, you know, we all, we all have heard the, the saying, we mean our, our life's like a book. We have all these different chapters. I didn't write, but what's, what's next for Amber? What do you see yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I love coaching um, and coaching can be in the form of mental coaching, life coaching, um, whether it's postural control, corrective exercise. I will always coach in some capacity because I love mm-hmm. doing that. I love serving that capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own cupping brand out right now and we are manifesting that into more of a commercial line that can be mm-hmm. used by anybody and everybody. So I'm working on um, a platform of videos to teach individuals how to use cups mm-hmm. on themselves at home and um, for the for the purpose of pain relief. But, um, you know, I'm the spokesmodel for Life Pro, and mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of educational pieces for them. And I love doing spokesmodel work for that company. Um, mm-hmm. I love being able to serve on a massive platform and that mm-hmm. the the information that I have, the knowledge that I have picked up through the years, um, if I can cast it to a much bigger audience than a one-on-one audience, um, I, I'm more likely to gather more individuals, even if I'm casting out to a thousand, if I can cater to 20 on the hour mm-hmm. instead of just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I'm working on right now. I love keynote speaking, public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I'm working on a little bit more into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think so many people are in pain and mm-hmm. if we can just fix this, I mean, there's so many appointments that I have just done working on the mindset mm-hmm. um, and, and allowing them to get out the bad energy. And I don't even have to touch them. Mm-hmm. They just have to be able to offload what's bothering them. And then the right. pain goes away. Right. So to be able to provide those strategies in keynote form um, or in social media on YouTube or, you know, Facebook lives. Um, I love my role with life pro and being able to do that. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. continuing that, that journey with life pro mm-hmm. and, with B3 sciences, BFR technology with lift low restriction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm really wanting to get more out and onto stages and presenting. And mm-hmm. I love to travel. Um, so my husband and I are trying to get a little bit more traveling in and mm-hmm. um, yeah, but just uh, I, I'm expanding my team. I'm now working alone because I've had a team and you know, mm-hmm. people, the business is about the people mm-hmm. and you have to have the right people. And it's hard to find people who are passionate in what I do professionally from a body right. work standpoint. So we're growing our team right now, um, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I kind of turn that over into God's hands instead of mm-hmm. stressing over it and just kind of taking, taking my time with that because I've done this alone for a long time mm-hmm. uh, before I hired a team. And, um, you know, so spending a lot of time with my daughter, she's 12 and well, I only have five summers left with her, you know, <laughs> so I got to maximize that mm-hmm. energy with her. And, um, you know, time is the most precious thing we have. Mm-hmm. And our health is is right there with it, even if mm-hmm. we don't have our health, but we actually have time and hope. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to maximize it. So I'm I'm putting more time into doing things that I've always wanted to do and checking the bucket list off and doing mm-hmm. things to re uh not not reconnect, but if you connect to to connect tighter mm-hmm. with my husband. We've been together 26 years and um, mm-hmm. you know, the divorce rate right now is very, very high. And mm-hmm you always have to rebrand and reconnect. And mm-hmm. the older you get, the more you have to get creative with that. So mm-hmm. um, 
I'm taking a lot of time for me because I've, I've right. been consistently in the trenches for a long time mm -hmm. and I got really exhausted, um, leaving up, uh, shortly before uh, a couple months ago, just exhausted. And mm -hmm. it finally hit me. Okay. Now it's, now it's your turn. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm making, um, more time for myself and, um, but I'm doing, I had to go back through, there's like 10 things that we're really good at. Right. But there's only one or two things that we are extraordinary at. Mm -hmm. And so I had to dial in and figure out what are my 10 greatest gifts and what are the one to three that I'm extraordinary at and really dial in there and figure right. out of those three that I'm extraordinary at, do they all truly bring me joy and make me happy? Mm -hmm. And if not, then I got to check the box off the one that doesn't and just right. dial in on the, on the, on those that do. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm at. Well, it's a lot and uh, it's important. And you said the, one of the most important things is to identify and focus on things that uh, will help you be better. Uh, and yeah. that's time for yourself, time with your, your, your spouse and stepping away. That's okay yeah. to step away from work and things and, and continue to grow on really what matters most. And that's always family. I've, family yeah. is first and foremost, without that and your friends and your health and all the other stuff doesn't really matter is that's not anyone listening to this is to always identify, you know, and, and spend that time, spend that time with your family and your loved ones. Cause, um, yeah. they only strengthen what you do. So absolutely. And I like to write. So I'm going to start writing a book um, with Todd. It's the coaching greatness book that's coming out next fall. Mm -hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm a co-author for that. And mm -hmm. I like to write articles for magazines and, you know, whoever needs stuff. I, I mm -hmm. love writing. I hated, here's the crazy part. I hated reading and writing until I was in my late thirties. So <laughs> I tell this, I tell this to all my, all my teenage collegiate clients, like um, you might hate English and literature now, Mm -hmm. um, or communication speech class now, but I didn't become a public speaker or mm -hmm. an expert as a spokesmodel or a writer until I was into my late thirties, early forties. And mm -hmm. I love it. I absolutely mm -hmm. love it. So, yeah. And it's, you, you end up doing things that you never really thought you would do. <laughs> so yeah. anyone who's uh, maybe <laughs> listening, who's 13, 14, 15 years old, <laughs> you might be doing something completely different in your thirties and forties. So, uh, just note that. Uh, as we wrap this up, Amber, a couple rapid fire social media kind of contacts. So if somebody wants to reach out <clears throat> to you, seek you out, maybe have you treat them, uh, talk mm -hmm. to you, uh, how can they find you, social media, your business, anything yeah. like that? So I am known as the magic lady for a lot of people, M-A-G-I-K. And so if you go to my business name is Kivit Kinetic, Solution, Kivit Kinetic Solutions, so KKS for short, and M -I -M magic is M-A-G-I-K. Mm -hmm. So um, if you go to kksmagik.com, we'll have access to all of our social media. We have access mm -hmm. to this podcast um, and all the other podcasts and articles I've written and, and done, um, success stories, my history and my story. Um, I'm on Instagram as well as Facebook. But again, it's it's all about magic. And, and, and uh, at, KK, at kksmagik is usually the way to find me. Um, okay. Magic is spelled with a K because so many people stated that I was the magic lady or had magic hands. And then some started saying that I was the witch doctor and I had to divert <laughs> that energy fast. So um, I changed the C to a K for my branding and mm -hmm. turn it into an acronym. So magic is motivating others mm -hmm. by accepting where they're at and recognizing the gifts and the greatness within and inspiring them to being better by just being kind. So motivation, acceptance, greatness, gifts, inspiration, and kindness. And um, that's what I do every single day. And um, that's th th that's most of all the all the handles in which you can find me are on our website and uh, social media. But um, if you're wanting my personal 
uh, Facebook page. It is Amber Hardin, H-A-R-D-I-N, Kivet, K-I-V-E-T-T is the way to find me there. Okay. And we'll put all the contact points, the books you suggested, all that kind of good stuff in our show notes. So anyone listening to it, you don't have to write all that down. Uh, it'll yeah. be in our show notes. So I, I always give out my phone number. Um, I don't always answer incoming calls that I don't recognize, but you know, um, I do respond to text messages, but I, I always provide people think I'm crazy for this because I'm mm-hmm. just throwing the number out there, but you never know when somebody has a, a quick question or needs a lifeline. So I always give my phone number out mm-hmm. um, and it's 317-446-7971. I have a little jingle for it. 317-446-7971. You might want to, you might want to market that. <laughs> that could be it. That could be another uh, business uh, opportunity for you. <laughs> And then uh, just a couple of fun things to wrap it up with. So audience, I like to ask a little fun stuff, a couple of questions. So maybe does Amber have a talent or a fun fact that you'd like to share with people that they may or may not know about you? You have a favorite cheat meal, song for a workout, anything like that? Sure. Um, I was on the Purdue equestrian team in college. I had no horseback riding experience in my life. And I made it to nationals in four semesters in hunters and jumpers and placed ninth in the country and then laid it down. So I was a, a former horseman at Purdue University and um, the, I, I love riding. I just don't want to have animals. I already have enough cows and, and horses are expensive. So I love riding. Um, <clears throat> another fun fact of me, um, I love, uh, I, I like, I've been in six car accidents mm-hmm. and the last one darn near killed me, but I'm getting ready to buy another performance car. I love fast cars and I like <laughs> to drive fast. So um getting ready to, to order a new Corvette. And um, that's the the dangling carrot oh. for this next year. Um, or at least I'm hoping to, but I love driving fun cars and that's what uh, de-stresses me and allows me to connect top down and just being able to enjoy the skyline over my head. Um, mm. Another fun fact, I have, I'm, I have a fetish for pizza. I love pizza. I'm a pizza <laughs> connoisseur. Um yeah, those are the those are the main things. Songs to listen to. I listen to about everything. Uh, I don't have mm-hmm. a very I don't have a number one workout song that I have to have, but I do have to listen to music when I work. When I work on clients, I meditate, mm-hmm. and I cannot work on somebody in a quiet room. So I have to have um, some kind of music. Whether it doesn't have to have words, it can be all instrumental, or it can be. I usually have a Christian playlist or mm-hmm. country music. I listen. I, I ask the clients what they like to listen to, but I. I have to work on clients while I'm listening to music. Music mm-hmm. is motivation for me. Absolutely. Um, something I've got a green thumb, so I love gardening and landscaping. That's what I do when I have free time, and that's what brings me joy when I'm alone. Mm. So those are those are some main things. I love those to are, travel. Those are all good, but don't let my son hear you talk about the uh, Corvette because that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's what he wants for his first car. So <laughs> I'm have yeah, to a little that too part. fast. A little <laughs> too fast for a youngin. That's right. That's right. So Amber, uh, to wrap it up, you're on the Why Not Me podcast. Uh, what does that phrase mean to you? And what would you say to anyone out there listening who may be asking themselves that question right now? We are all worthy of being anybody that we want to be. And no matter what has happened in our life, um, we all have the power to rise up and be anything we want to be. But don't forget to remember who God wants you to be. Like, we might want to follow our own roadmap in life, but when adversity is thrown in our way, that's because we're on the we're on the wrong roadmap. We have to make sure that we are connecting into the roadmap that God wants us in, 
-hmm. And we are always pivoting. We're always taking detours. So um, greatness is not, this is my quote, greatness is not measured by what we have, but it's actually experienced by what we give and share of our gifts to others. And the more that we share of those to others, the more it comes back full circle when we least expect it. Mm -hmm. And that comes into play with why not me? Because I can be anybody that I aspire to be. And nobody can tell me that I can't be except for myself. Fantastic. And as long as I'm leading in, in, mm -hmm. in doing things that make me happy, um, there are, there are times in the journey in which you're not happy, but overcoming those moments when you're not happy is what actually brings you the joy on the journey. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much about the end game. It's not mm -hmm. so much about the big prize or the destination mm -hmm. and arriving there. It's how you get there. Mm -hmm. And everybody has the power to go where they want to go, no matter whether you're broke or whether you are alone or whether you have physical or mental or, or emotional challenges. We all have the ability to go somewhere. We just have to find a different way to get there. Right. And I think um, everything you've talked about today and anyone who's listening, really, I hope they took it to heart that, you know, you've been through a lot. You're fantastic at what you do and it just it's all about mindset and you had that strong mindset and determination to not let your past define your future and so i love that and it, the podcast today was fantastic so thanks for your time i know we went over a lot <laughs> but, oh absolutely um, you know it and, was and, and on another note you know we talked about a lot of greatness and how good my life is but on another note it is okay if you're listening to this from somewhere out in the world and you're not okay, mm. it is okay to not be okay. Mm. It's okay to not have it together. It is not, it is okay to not be where you want to be. And, and you can, you can absorb that for the time being, but mm. it is not okay to stay there. Right. It's not exactly. okay to stay there. It's okay to not be strong. It's okay to be weak. That's mm. what we're all here for. We're here for yep. each other, um, but it is not okay to stay there. And it is not okay to stay alone and not to, to talk about what is keeping, keeping you down. So mm but it's okay to not have it together. So we don't always, we, I, I share that David, because so many of us that are in this mm -hmm. profession, people really are inspired by what we do. And we mm -hmm. look like we have it together all the time mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we've got our superhero cap, cape and mask mm -hmm. on, but there's a superhero in every single one of us. Right. And all superheroes have a bad day. So right. it is okay to have a bad day. You just can't continue mm -hmm. the the chaos and the insanity of staying where you're at. Right. And on, on that note is really as someone who's listening to this uh, and is struggling once and needs to reach out, have a question to Amber, myself or anyone in our network, definitely do so. Uh, and if we can't help you, we will find somebody who can. Um, Absolutely. It's the power of the beauty of the mastermind network and, and being and having those uh, people in your network that can uh, really just help in an area that you're not ex you know, experienced in. So uh, Amber, yeah. I appreciate your time today. As always, it's been great. And I know everyone, uh, follow Amber, uh, contact her if you need her. She'll be more willing to help you in any way she can. So Amber, thank you. Thanks for having me today, David. It's truly an honor and a pleasure. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. That episode, part two, I hope you enjoyed it and really appreciated the courage it took really special message that Amber shared in her story and and what it took for her to 
really overcome and how she's serving to help others right now and speaking to anyone who may have gone through something um, to what uh, Amber experienced um, is just powerful. And I hopefully you, um, if you need Amber or would like to reach out to her, be sure to check out our show notes in episode one with Amber or this one and contact her and know she'd be happy to help, even if it's just talk to you. Really just was special and with her message. And thank you, Amber. Really appreciate having you on the show today. So having said that, thank you for listening. Appreciate all of our listeners and anyone who's listening to this show for the first time and the work that it really takes to put into these shows. So thank you for listening and appreciate uh, a share and a download and a follow. Again, just appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to the show. It means a lot. Hopefully you're enjoying them as we strive to get better each and every week. Remember, when in doubt, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now? Until next time, have a great day.